0: pieces that we're going to have here and the structure of this team we got some guys that want to go get it and we've, we got a chip on our shoulder we left one out there being a young black man you know being in a good position and having a family and being able to take care of them going forward you know just trying to almost trying to change, change stereotypes
1: what went through your mind when he said that to you as a rookie i mean it kind of
0: pissed me off you know? <laughs> uh, but i was like you know what i'm gonna i'm to prove to them you know and i that i'm gonna be here
1: Welcome into the lounge. You know what? Early week edition of the lounge. We're on top of it this week. Does this mean we can
2: take <laughs> this the re- is rare? Does this mean we can take the rest of the week off?
1: No. We might <laughs> give them a double different, a double feature this week. You know what? Because why not? Why not? It's the off season. We have the time, so we're giving you two in one week. Yeah, you say you got the time, but
2: does that mean you can edit one of them? So I'll edit no. one. You edit the other.
1: No. I don't that's know how of, to edit.
2: That's what you I, can spend all I this time. I am a Neanderthal. I don't know time, how to do this. All, you talk about all this time that you have in the off-season. You can use that and put it to good use I, I don't, by learning how to edit. I
1: don't learn. I know. Put that on my bumper sticker. I don't learn. Back my, back I, my know. Car. I don't learn. I agree with that.
2: <laughs> that's just basically an overall statement about you in general.
1: <laughs> Here's the thing. You got the expensive, fancy editing equipment on my laptop. Sure. We want to pony up? up. You want to get rid of that job on your list? Pony up. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Yes. Um, We are really doing this uh, episode early in the week because we had a great guest kind of pop in into the lounge. Chuck Clark signed a three-year contract extension Monday morning, first thing in the morning, top of the morning to you, Chuck. Yeah. The ink wasn't even dry in the contract yet when he came down here. That's right. So, And Chuck, you know... It's funny. Chuck is like one of the more subdued, quieter guys in the locker room. And now his teammates all say like he's like funny and like he's not like yeah. that all the time, you know. But yeah. when we see him, he's he's a pretty chill dude. And so I'll admit, the first time we had him on the podcast this season, I didn't really know what to expect because yeah. he's just not a very emotive guy, uh-huh. right? But he was like one of my favorite guests that we had all year, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's one of my favorite guys on the team. I just yeah. think that he I mean, you
2: can hear it in the way that his teammates talk about him and which is one of the smartest guys on the team, Um, one of the hardest-working guys on the team, and just somebody that I thought Eric DaCosta's quote, too, was pretty strong about him, which is that his story is one of patience, perseverance, and hard work, and he's just somebody that, you know, I think a lot of people didn't expect him to have a day like today where he signs a multi-year contract extension uh, as a starting safety in the NFL, so credit goes to him for putting
1: himself in this position. Yeah, but anyway... Really like Chuck, yeah. and so we're having him on. All right, here's our interview with Chuck Clark. Fresh off, literally minutes ago, signed his three-year extension. First of all, congrats, Chuck. Thank you. Uh, just really happy for you. And uh, so the, the typical question is, what are you going to do first? Is this a lot of baby formula you're buying? <laughs> what, what's going to happen with this?
0: Yeah, uh, I don't know what I'm going to do, honestly, but I would like to get a house for sure. Okay,
1: yeah. all right, that's a good yeah, one. Definitely, definitely. Nice. Uh, yeah
0: probably a lot of baby for me <laughs> yeah.
1: well i think tony most recently said it was his birthday he was like anybody that wants to donate some diapers and diaper money i'll take that yeah
0: yeah definitely for sure we'll take that
2: you're not going to get any donations right now if you just that con- <laughs> Yeah. So, so uh take us kind of through this process um when did the conversations start with uh eric and in you know, the front uh-huh.
0: office here uh we just kind of going back and forth a little bit at the end of the season but then we wanted to kind of let that die out you know we focus on the playoffs and trying to make our run and then uh, as the offseason approached uh we kind of picked it up a little bit more just going back and forth as the uh, month went and you know we finally came to an agreement on something did you feel like
2: pretty quickly that this would be something that got done this offseason or were you completely up in the air up until you know you guys agreed to terms over the weekend
0: uh i felt like it was something that was probably going to happen over the off season, just with our talks you know it was just going to take a little time and be patient and not to uh Rush it almost, and be anxious about when it was going to happen. Just let it happen on its own.
1: What are the emotions for you? I mean, you're usually a pretty calm, cool, yeah. collected guy. You know, I don't, I don't see you like throwing a little party. <laughs> what? You know what I mean? <laughs> What's man, it like for you?
0: I, I'm excited, man. Uh, this is something you work for all your life. You know, and you look back over the course of the years of the different things that you've had to do, the the um, obstacles, the the courses you had to go through, whether it be high school, college. You know, staying healthy throughout the process, eating a certain way, or working out, and then this finally happens, you know, it's just a step in the right direction as for, the, for the rest of my career.
1: Right. I mean, it's really cool to see a six-round pick who comes in and, and has to kind of wait his turn. You know, right. I mean, you spent your first two years as a backup behind some really good safeties. Right. And then for you, when you get the chance to just seize that, I mean, that's got to be so rewarding to for them the, the organization to say, you know what, Chuck is the guy we want here for a long
0: time. Right, right. Yeah, uh, I remember coming in and I came in, coming to sign on a uh, – day I came to sign my rookie contract, pulled up on the team bus from the airport, coming in, not really knowing the building, but coming back today, you know, coming in here signing the extension, it just felt a, a really a really different feeling, you know, it felt yeah. great walking in here, you know, just seeing everybody, talking with everybody, and feeling more comfortable and relaxed in the environment, it was a great feeling, but like you said, coming from being a six-round pick, um, coach telling me, at one point I remember with all the rest of my draft class, you know, he was kind of telling the projection for everybody, and when he kind of got to me. I was the last draft pick of my class, and he kind of said, you know, it's going to be tough for you to make this team, you know, and if anything, you probably be special teams if that, you know. So being able to sit here today, you know, and look back at that is, like I said, it's a step in the right direction for the rest of my career. That's incredible. Yeah. So
1: what what went through your mind when he said that to you as a rookie? I mean, it kind of pissed
0: me off, you know. <laughs> uh, but I was like, you know what, I'm a, I'm going a, I'm to a prove to them, you know, and I, that I'm going to be here, you know. It's not just – I'm not just a special teams player. I know what I could do. You know, it was just a little fire. I feel like it was definitely motivation at the time. That's mm-hmm. cool. So take me
2: into the conversation over the weekend when you when you get the call, whether it's from your agent yeah. and he says it's done. Like, what is the emotion at that point? Yeah. Who's the first call that you make?
0: Man, well, my wife was right there, so she knew. Uh, let's see. It had to be my mom, for sure. Well, I didn't I ain't call my mom. I didn't tell nobody. So <laughs> I, had, I had seen my mom in person, and I told her. And we were sitting there. And she was the first person I told. And she was just asking me, you know, you feel good about it. And I was like, yeah, you know. We should. So that was the first person I actually told.
2: Was it kind of emotional, like, telling your mom, like, I mean, this is a, like, I've
0: made it moment in the <laughs> yeah. National Football League? Actually, we didn't. And, it, okay. and we don't had some other times where we've been emotional about certain things. Like, I remember my draft day when I got drafted. And she, she actually was mad for real Because she was like you ke- He keep falling He keep falling, <laughs> around, <laughs> falling around She had left out the house Went upstairs But I mean When I had told her this It was like It wasn't really no emotion You know We the situation that we was in, we was kind of like, you know what? Now, now this is the right step, and let's keep building off of this. Mm-hmm.
1: And it, it, we we started talking about your family at the beginning, but you know, how old
0: is your baby now? My daughter, she'll be uh four months tomorrow.
1: Four months, right? Yeah. So I mean, this is just—it's just so cool. Like, I mean, just your life, how yeah. it's changed, yeah. and how yeah. this comes at the perfect time for a young family and buying a house. Yeah. Now yeah. you're gonna do. I mean, <laughs> it's—you're right. all growing up, Chuck. <laughs> how old are you? Twenty-four. I'm twenty-four. I'll twenty-four. Be, I'll be Twenty-five in April that's crazy so mean, just how does that feel personally as a man you know to to provide to have a baby daughter right. to provide for your baby daughter get this contract in, and
0: it's not that your life is set for all time yeah, but yeah. i mean you're you're in a good position mm-hmm. um it it feels great but i mean to me it feels like um i feel like changing a i don't know what i would say like, almost like a Stereotype almost, you know, being, being, being <laughs> becoming a, burbs dead, being, being a young black man, you know, being in a good position and having a family and being able to take care of them going forward, you know, just trying to almost trying to change, change stereotypes. That's cool, yeah, and put out a positive image for uh, other young black men as well. And, and all young men is around everywhere,
2: right? Right, that's awesome. That's Did really you cool. have you taken any time to sort of reflect on the last 12 months? Like, you move into a starting lineup, you have a daughter, you now sign this contract, like, has that thought process gone through your mind over the past 48 hours
0: uh during during what well, you say about the daughter by my daughter well during the season I was wasn't kind of something I like could slow down about the season like are you stepping into a starting role but looking back on the season like yeah you really stepped into a starting role you know uh helped the defense move in the right direction and then the things that you said happened like you know having a daughter going to the playoffs uh being in a position to get a contract extension so and I sit back and look at those things like wow it's been a it's been a crazy shoot from the beginning of the season. I say the start, you know, I mean, last year at this time, I was probably like, yeah, I'm be, I'm be second string, you know, but my mind is like, I'm to be a starter one day. Eventually, like I, I'm always going to be ready. So mm-hmm. now that I'm here in this position. It feels amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Why did you want to sign an extension now as opposed to playing it out and, and maybe testing the
0: market? Uh, I feel like it, at the time to guarantee money and uh, it was, it just felt right. You know, and I feel like this is the right situation and, when the contract is up or whenever it's time to renegotiate, you know, I feel that I'll still be young and, mm-hmm. you know, still got more time. Right. Right. And, and does it help too, that they've also kept other pieces
1: in the secondary? I mean, definitely. they're, they're definitely saying we want this, right. this unit. Right. We like these guys. Yeah, yeah
0: for sure. The, the guys that we got around us and on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side, man, the players I'll be playing with and the, the potential that we can go and the things that we can do as a team and go get and reach. When you sign a contract, suddenly now
2: you kind of become a bit of a, a leader a somebody that people look to like you now you oh, had the
1: communication you yeah. yeah. already just, was yeah. that it
2: just changes though <laughs> when uh-huh. you sign a contract yeah. like not just yeah. talking to players on the field mm-hmm. but like now that you sign a contract when people look around the locker room young guys and they kind of look at the guys who've been paid right. you're in that yeah. category <laughs> yeah. huh? does do you think how do you think that will affect you
0: um uh, I ain't going to let it affect me, but I feel like as being being in a leadership position, you know, I just take it and run with it, you know, however it is. You know, whoever's on the offensive side of the ball leading, whoever is on the defensive side. I mean, it's not just one leader on either Mm -hmm. side of the ball. So, I mean, just taking it and run with it, however it comes. But, I mean, as the season went, I could see how the things were going and how they were moving, just being put in a position to have the mic. I mean, that alone just – kind of put me in that position almost. It was like as if I had to communicate with everybody as opposed to before when I didn't have it. It wasn't one of those things that I had to force that communication, but eventually I did, and, you know, I had to talk to more guys, you know, just, just in different ways, reaching out and talking to them, learning, learning about those guys, you know.
2: Is part of the reason that you wanted to sign this extension because you feel like you guys have unfinished business here?
0: Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. Like, we, we definitely got something to go get. Mm-hmm. We know the goal,
2: what's the goal. And, and- – I, you know, the season ends and it was so sudden, I think for everybody, you know, I'm sure you and everybody felt like this was going to go on for a few more weeks. When the season ends and you have some time to kind of sort all of that out and then you talk through this extension process, are you starting to think already about like what this team could look like in 2020 and what you guys could accomplish? Definitely, for
0: sure. I mean, that's what we're thinking about the next day after we <laughs> took that played that game, you know, you're like all right, what we got coming back, what we possibly losing. Uh, but just the pieces, like I said earlier, the pieces that we're going to have here and the, the structure of this team, man, we got some guys that want to go get it. And we've, we got a chip on our shoulder. We left one out there.
1: We'll, we'll let you get going here. I, I do have one question about you personally. Uh, after that loss, the day after, I remember talking to you in the locker room, you said this season for me set the bar uh-huh. of of where my career is going to go from here. Yeah. Where do you see yourself improving, and, and what's the next step for you as an
0: individual player? Man, for me, I just want to create more turnovers. This yeah. this season, I had one and a couple forced fumbles, but just creating more turnovers. You know, eventually trying to get to the Pro Bowl, All Pro. But the main goal at the end of the day is trying to get a Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah.
1: Because you have a nose for the football. I mean, that's always one thing I've talked about with uh, you. Like, even when you were a backup in practice, you're always getting picks. Like, preseason getting picks. I yeah. feel like mm-hmm. those are coming for you. Yeah, definitely. we
0: got run it up. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> yeah. into existence. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah, well, congratulations, Chuck. We're Thank so you. happy for you, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you.
1: All right. Well, good stuff. You know, like you said at the outset here, think back a year ago to where Chuck Clark was. A year ago from today. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was a backup special teams guy. Yeah, yeah. Now, he had flashed at times. Like, remember, he got the
2: start when Tony Jefferson was hurt. He yeah. got the start against, against Kansas City and picked got a off, pick in that game. Picked off
1: Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So, like, you at least saw in... Oh, there's always flashes, but, yeah. I mean, he was behind other guys. I mean, this time a year ago, I think Eric Weddle was still on the team. Yeah, yeah. Then, you know, they the Ravens release Eric Weddle. And you're like, all right, well, maybe Chuck will get his time. Mm-hmm. Well, then they sign Earl Thomas. Yeah. And Tony Jefferson is still here. And he even, I mean, he
2: talked about that in the interview. I mean, he said, like, if you were to ask him a year ago, he probably, if he was being realistic, as much as he wanted to have the attitude of, like, I'm a starter, I'm going to go into this season as a starter, he was realistic about the situation, which right. was that he was behind Tony Jefferson and Earl Thomas on the depth chart.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, uh, good for Chuck. He earned it. Um, a lot of his, of outpouring of support and uh, happiness from his teammates yeah. on Twitter, seeing the news, so I'm really happy for him. And I thought it was really interesting him talking about the motivation that he got from his coach uh, when he first came in as a rookie, mm-hmm. six-round pick, you said, well, you know, you might not even make a team. We'll yeah. see. Right, you know? right. And uh, it's just funny, man, how, how people are motivated in different ways. I, even I can remember being motivated by – Sports editors who told me I wasn't going to get anywhere. I have covered cross country for the first two years of my college paper. Uh Cross country the first two years. They didn't bump me up. I didn't get any glorious position. I said, you know, I remember. I remember being pretty upset about this when they told me the second year as a sophomore you're covering cross country again. Uh And I told them, I said, you're going to regret this. This is the wrong decision. (laughs) I said that. I said, you're going to regret this. I'm going to prove you wrong. I'll tell you what. University of Maryland cross-country team got more coverage than it's ever gotten that year. <laughs> so Blowout features. Blowout features. Well,
2: I guess, were they wrong then in assigning you to the cross-country beat? You
1: well, see, that's increased a, the profile. Well, exactly. Well, I mean, sure, but I could have done the same for men's basketball. But um, <laughs> no no shade on cross-country. You all are great. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, what is funny about it, and it made me think about this here, and Chuck is – Hey, that's good coaching. Right. You know, I mean, it, it stung Chuck sure. at the time, but did it bring out the best in him? Right. Yep. right. And that, what's your job as a coach? Yeah. Bring out the best in, in your people. So I guess, you know, thank you to my editor. You were doing a great job did, in motivating. I was just going to ask, did it bring out the best in you? It sounds yeah. like it did. Screw that guy.
2: Still <laughs> <laughs> so got that chip, baby. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, look, I think that from a football standpoint, this is a move that really does make a lot of sense. Like Chuck played really well over the... And I I think he's one of those guys that what a lot of what he does kind of flies under the radar because he's so important to everything that's taking place on the field. We talked about the green dot, and and that is a really important piece. Uh, But he's just somebody who is always in the right place at the right time. And that is... It's not something you should take for granted on a defense especially on a defense like this where there's so many different moving pieces and when you have like when you have really good cover corners like the Ravens had this past year with Marlon and Marcus Peters and Jimmy Smith those are the guys that are going to be in position to go kind of make the plays where Chuck is a glue guy like he in a lot of ways holds everything together and that allows some of those guys to go out there and and have the kinds of seasons
1: that they did and I think Chuck's going to make more plays because this guy's got a nose for the football like I said yeah he does. I I, I really think he has a very good nose. he's just kind of he's got a playmaker i'm not saying he's going to be ed reed back there you know or earl thomas when he's been over his career but chuck can make some plays and he will uh so uh, to me it, it shows a lot about what the ravens are thinking a in they want to lock up these guys before they hit free agency you know that didn't happen with judon but i expect the ravens have re-signed what nine guys i think it is yeah uh, to contract extensions. Well, well also, before it was I up.
2: mean, we'll see what happens with Judon, but it's, that,
1: that oh, time yeah, has not Well, I'm just saying they didn't get Judon in like
2: a oh, bef- year before, yeah, a year before. Yeah,
1: they, so they still could sign into an extension before he hits the market, yeah. but like they didn't get ahead of it the year before. Yeah. I expect they probably will do the same with Ronnie Stanley this offseason and, if I were a betting man. Yeah, and they could with uh, Marlon Humphrey as well they could this year but they have another year on that. Yeah, but I'm saying they have, have they have a two-year
2: option. option or they have this year this off season or next off season to get a deal done before he ever hits free agency.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I would probably expect them to do Ronnie this off season cuz he's getting yeah. he's entering his fifth year. He's a year and ahead then, and then he's a year ahead yeah. and then Marlon and then we're talking about Lamar and that's going to kind of be the the progression I think here. Um, so and and there's a bunch of it's not just the big guys, there's big 3 uh, it, it's key role players like we saw with Ricard already, mm-hmm. who was in the same class. Now Ricard was yeah. was undrafted, but this came out into the league the same year that Chuck did. Yeah. Um. So each year, I think they're identifying who are the young guys. Let's lock them up before they go into that final year, so we don't have to keep losing guys.
2: He, and it's honestly not just young guys. They, I mean, L. J. Fort is a sure. veteran. Yeah. yeah. Justin Tucker, before he hit Correct. that market, um, before he went to, into his final season, Willie Sneed. Willie neat, yeah, like there's a bunch of guys. Yep. They've done this, True. and that is clear. When Eric Coste took over, he made it clear that was going to be part of his operating procedures, trying yes. to get these types of deals done, and Which he's been like able it. to
1: do that. And, and, it, and it's you know, when, you, when you have a really, really good team that goes 14 and two in the regular season, it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll keep we'll keep a lot of those pieces around, right? Uh, and I think number two, what it shows is the Ravens are not shy about investing in their secondary, and um, and that I really like that. That's the way the league is headed. You have to be able to stop Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. and that attack. The Ravens are going to have to beat the Chiefs a number of times over the you know, next several years or longer, um, and, and they're going to have to have a strong secondary to do that.
2: Well, I mean, just think about it's not just this year for the secondary. These guys are all signed for multiple years. Earl Thomas, yeah. Chuck Clark, Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, Tavon Young. Now we'll see what happens with Jimmy Smith. Maybe the Ravens resign Jimmy Smith, yep. and he's right there in that mix. Yep. So this secondary is in place. Like you don't even have to touch it. and That doesn't even t- include some of the young guys who the Ravens still feel like have potential. Amon Marshall, yep. Deshaun Elliott, like some guys that you feel like have Anthony potential. Averitt. Anthony Averett. Like those guys are all still signed for at least t- two more years. Also, so you got to feel really good about the secondary. I don't who's, think the Ravens are the g-
1: next Chuck Clark. I don't think Ooh. the Ravens are going to take a uh,
2: first round corner corner this year or safety.
1: I don't think so. I don't think cross so it either. off for a yeah. box. Yeah. I don't have to tweet. I don't have to tweak that one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. No, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh shoot, that's right. We forgot. Whoa,
2: oh, we forgot. No, no, no. He didn't forget. You forgot. Okay. Uh, we want to. Right. last week we put a call out there to the listeners yes. to rate and review yes. the podcast and we've got some good ratings that have poured in over the past few days. Um, again, you can do yeah. this on iTunes. This is a good way to try to expand the podcast uh, to more people. So, we're going to read a couple of them. Here's one. Day one listener, first time reviewer. Well, I think you can only review it to- once, so it makes sense. Well, you can update it, I think.
1: <laughs> you got <laughs> to become even more Delete glowing. your original and then... I think then, it like, overrides your original.
2: It <laughs> does it. Uh, the guys do a great job bringing in different flavor of podcasting than typical sports podcasts. It's amazing getting to know the players off the field and you can tell the guys have built rapports with some of them. The banter is always entertaining. <laughs> some of, some I want to know
1: which ones we didn't <laughs> yeah, have. Yeah, with with <laughs>
2: some of them in all caps. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> some of the guys hated them. But yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah. The banter is entertaining although it can be silly. I always look forward to when the next episode drops. P.S. And most importantly, Ryan Maybe a superior mock NFL drafter. Ooh, so a compliment. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Take a bath. However, he needs to practice on the non-football drafts.
1: True. I, I don't deny that. <laughs> I, I'm getting better. The meat draft was close. Or the Super Bowl it's draft close. The Super Bowl, was Bowl draft is close. <laughs> um, that's very nice. Thank you for that, thank you for that review. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, next one comes from Simone X Rule. It says, hi, guys. Huge Ravens fan here. Been rocking with our boys since I was seven years old. Very cool. And he's eight now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but anyways, I'm new to the podcast. Probably listened to the last four episodes, and I love it. Nice, always good to hear from new listeners. Yes, uh, says I'm a huge fan of your guys' show. Now I love your takes on everything. Nice. Everything nice on everything. We can do no wrong. Here. <laughs> you, you guys are pretty funny, which is always a plus for me. <laughs> Keep doing y'all thing. Hashtag I like it. You guys are pretty funny.
2: You have a good rapport with some
1: players. Uh, Yeah, exactly. I kind of put the emphasis. I don't know if it was. You guys are pretty funny or you guys are pretty funny. I like it better the second way. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that. (laughs) I like to be a little self-deprecating. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Keep sending in those reviews, those ratings, and emails at at ravens.nfl.net. And like I said at the top, we're going to give you two this week. It's a special week. I'll teach you how to edit. We'll work on that this week. we're not doing that. Thanks for listening. (laughs)